Smith of the TFON Podcast here again for season two, episode 15. I got a guy that was on season one here again. It's Crosstown Shootout Weekend. The Bearcats have played Xavier on Saturday at the Centos Center. It will be Wes Miller's first, first Crosstown Shootout. And I got my man, Tim Daniel, of 48 Minutes Network in the building with me. How yeah. are you doing, Tim? I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm great. I'm, I'm glad to be here. You know, I always love talking hoops with you. Um, I'm a little bitter. You didn't ask me for the Notre Dame football show, but it is Lisa Kelly. So I'll allow it I, right. I fairly well for my time coming to the Irish. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited to be here. It's the best week in Cincinnati sports, man. There's nothing like this. I don't care what anyone says. Any of this bullshit about how it has it lost its luster. Not even close. No, nah, no, nah, it's definitely not lost its luster. It's still fun. There's yeah. nothing like in the arena across down. Dude, it's five miles away. Like, it, it can never get rid of this game. Like, it can't. They just can't, no matter what. And both, no. you know, now UC is going to be in a better conference soon, so it's going to be even better. So it's just, yeah. just going to keep going. You know, the, you know, Xavier's already in the Big East, so it's which is a heck of a basketball conference in itself. But, yeah, I'll speak touching back on the Notre Dame thing. I'm just going to freestyle it. Dude, the Notre Dame media is our assholes. Like, nobody <laughs> wanted to, like, respond. Like, like this is the first time I ever cussed on my podcast. First time. Oh, so did I break the cursing cherry on your yeah, pod? Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it fly. <laughs> my bad. You know, my if, bad. if you know me, you know I do curse. But, <laughs> but I'm a pod. No, maybe I curse twice. But anyways. Yeah, they were assholes. Nobody would respond to me, man. So Lisa did me a solid, like, last minute. So that was pretty cool of her, you know. Yeah. I, I hit her up just, like, randomly, like, hey, could you be on my pod? But nobody nobody wanted to be on my, my little old podcast. So it's all good. But that's that's the that's so that happens to the little guys like us. I know, man. You know what I mean? Like, we're the, uh, <laughs> we're, we're the last to eat at the catering. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I know what it's like. Small podcast when you're like, "Hey guys, I'm legit. I promise. Yeah, I'm legit. Like I'm not. I'm not a, a catfish. A podcast catfish. Look up my stuff, man. I got stuff everywhere, man. I don't brag on myself, but, but anyways, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm with you. You know, right? You put in the work, right? Here, of course, of course. You Anything know? you need from me, you know, I got you. All right, my man, my man. But the crosstown shootout this Saturday, man. I know you, you've been the guy that you've been covering both, covering UC, covering Xavier. Um, you have seen some good games from Xavier. From Xavier. I, I say egg yeah. Xavier. I'm just being a, right, a Bearcat person. But uh, get my Wes <laughs> on. But uh, <laughs> you covered both. You know, you covered Ohio, the Ohio State game, which was a heck of a mm-hmm. game. I watched a little bit of that. A lot of it, actually, it was a pretty good game. But um, with Zach, I'm going to just jump into Zach, Zach Freeman on coming back and him playing as well as he did yesterday like what does that spell for saturday you think maybe like maybe he he has a regret he regresses because he's like sore or something or is it just going to be <laughs> balls to the wall on the whole saturday from Fremantle? well um i'll say this um <laughs> i have a hard time believing i'll have another 20 plus point game like he had the other day yesterday against ball state like you mentioned um, but with that being said, it does look like the rust has come off. Um, Travis Steele talked quite a bit about like, he's really finding his rhythm again. He's getting his legs underneath him, And you kind of saw it last night. I mean, there was a lot of circumstances where, you know, missed free throws 
Scruggs and Colby Jones were getting rebounds and throwing it full court, you know, Kevin Love style to him. <laughs> and he was there by himself, like beating everyone down the court. So, um, you know, I think the beauty in this circumstance, though, for them is being, you know, being Xavier is, you know, most years, if, you know, Zach Fremantle was struggling those last two years, like Xavier was in trouble. Yeah, uh, true. So now, you know, you're seeing like a lot of these guys step up. I mean, Nate Johnson shooting literally 50% from three on the season. And, um, you know, he's really been fantastic. So um, I do think Fremantle will play well. I don't think it's going to be another 24-point game by any means. But him and Jack Nungy have really developed an identity together and make them really scary. So you're saying or not, not another 24, 20-point game, but the rust is gone. So, all right, you, you got a guy like Paul Scruggs who's um, shootout tested, He's kind of a guy like even that Ohio State game where he was cold all game and made some big plays in that last minute, which you can expect. And him being a super senior and then Kobe, Kobe Jones. What do you think? Did Kobe, did he play last year? Was He he was kind of yeah. like he played, but he was kind of he wasn't the man last year. Everybody expected him to be coming this year, right? No, 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 not at all. I mean, he was obviously really good as a yeah, freshman. Yeah. He was he was all freshman Big East. Yeah. Um, but you know, you kind of saw it early. I I have this conversation with NBA people all the time where I'm like, how do you people not have Colby Jones on your big board? He yeah. has to be on there. He might not leave this year. I don't think he'll leave. Yeah. But he's a guy you gotta have on your board right now. Um, you know, he's certainly he's probably the best rebounding guard in the country. And I'm not trying to like be like biased when I say that, but literally. Mm-hmm is in the top 10 in the country in offensive rebounding as a wing. Um, it's pretty That's impressive. Look at yeah. Um, you know, he's a really good on-ball defender. He's really athletic. Um, and he was kind of the afterthought of that recruiting class, not in a bad way necessarily, because Dwan Odom came in with them. Yeah. And um, Dwan Odom, like in high school, was the dude. Yeah. Um, so Colby's obviously really made this big jump. Um, he's a terrific player. You know, Xavier has a lot of pieces where, you know, where your guys is, you know, in Cincinnati's case, I shouldn't say your guys is a cover yeah. person. Um, in Cincinnati's case, where it's like they got to split the funding with football and basketball for their biggest profits, um, you know, that's kind of something that Xavier has that benefit of getting guys. It's like, you know, this is going to be, this is where the fun, funding goes, this is where the financials goes, mm. and they can use that to their benefit with guys like this to kind of get in there and kind of have more budget for recruiting, more budget mm. for these things. And Colby has really just been, I don't even know if I'm making any sense right now, but Colby has just been excellent. <laughs> team are you saying that xavier funding is why they are you saying they're paying them under the table without no, I'm, not I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm not saying that no 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 um saying, you're saying no nil deal just straight and no, i was playing and no, i was playing guys i'm just playing go get but, my first ticket from me GT. no i'm just i'm just playing i'm just playing i'm not going to edit this this is i'm just playing guys i'm just messing with my man tim but uh <laughs> That could better not be the thing that you advertise your podcast for. I'm, I'm just gonna be the first one I put in there. <laughs> Funding from Xavier got Kobe Brown, <laughs> Kobe Jones <laughs> to come. No, I'm just playing. No, but <laughs> besides, like you know, we, I know you could talk about Paul Scruggs forever, but yeah, besides the top three guys, you know, Fremantle coming back. Um, who's a guy besides Kobe took a big jump, I think, this year from last year, of course, but who is a guy that took advantage of Fremantle not being there early in the season? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, so they were starting Deontay Miles a lot. The okay. second year, this is the shirt sure, sure software from Walter, okay. Kentucky. And 
Um, Deontay has actually been really good defensively. Um, he really struggled with EJ Liddell, but I mean, EJ Liddell's an NBA player. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah mean, a lot of people won't struggle with EJ. Right. Yeah. So, you know, he got in foul trouble in that game, but like we're Deontay has really stepped up and been really impressive is actually on his, um, his ball screen defense. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a really, he's been really good at staying home. Uh, they played uh, Kent state the second game of the year and sincere carry who's a pretty good guard for Kent state could not get around him. Um, mm-hmm. So that was really impressive, but like, you know, Deontay hasn't really put the offense together. Um, you can see he's definitely making strides, Yeah. Uh, but he's got a little ways to go there. But defensively, he's been really solid. Jerome Hunter has been someone who I've been pretty impressed with, especially last night. Um, he's had a tendency to, to settle for threes, mm-hmm. which I don't necessarily know if that's his best game. Um, but you know, last night he was doing a really good job attacking the rim. He's a really, really good wing defender. Um, you know, he's been really impressive there. So if you look at a case like for Cincinnati, um, you know, they go and they run out, you know, David Julius, who, you know, there's three or four guys that Xavier might be able to throw at him, uh, to kind of keep it, get him off his rack. And, uh, he might be one of these these guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. So with that being said, all right, Mo Mo Egger posed this question. I think he might have been talking to Chad on today on the show. I know since you cover both teams, I'm going. I'm throwing. I'm still in Mo's question. I'm going to ask you the question. Um, I I mean, just from knowing both teams, I know it's going to be a few players that are Xavier people before a UC person comes up. But I sure. want to ask you a tough question because you cover both. Sure. All right, if you're picking the top ten, top ten players. From both of these teams right now, how would you pick it? Like, I mean, who would be your top 10, your order? Ooh, that's a fun one. Okay, so I just had this conversation with somebody of, okay. if you're drafting both teams, how long is it before you take a Bearcat? And that's yeah. not slander. That's not No, no, no slander. It's no slander because yeah, it's, but, it's just know, this year is fair. It's this year is <laughs> fair. It's super fair. This is the, the first year. It might have been another year, but it might have been like one person, a UC person, and it might have been three or four first before you get to another UC right. person but this is the first time where I think it's four or five before you may touch a UC person possibly and that's just yeah, and that's, and that's where I'm at and it, it, I mean that's and that's just and I'm, I'm from a person that covers them you know I mean purely just sure. them and I don't like Xavier and it hurts me to say this as a fan not as a media person it is what it is I'm, I know how to not be biased that way but um I wanted to pose that question because I feel it's real interesting and then maybe Next year, when we pose this question, or year afterwards, once West gets his players, I know he has a lot of grad transfers this year. We'll see mm-hmm. what that looks like, you know. So, yeah, I want to. So, let's see. This is just off the top of my head. Yeah. Paul Scruggs, Colby Jones, Nate Johnson, Zach Fremantle, Jack Nunji. Okay. And then I probably go David Julius. Okay. So, um, you know, I like Jerome Hunter. I think he's a good player. Yeah. I don't know if I'll take him over David necessarily. Okay. That's not a knock on Jerome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like if you look at it, you take, you know, you take the 10, you probably make a case that Xavier has seven of them. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Jeremiah has obviously got to be in there regardless of, you know, whatever his health situation is, he obviously yeah. can play Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I, I love Mikey Saunders. Yeah, um, I just think he's so much fun to watch play basketball. So yeah. Maybe it might be a biasm thing that I'll put him in the top 10, but uh, he is just tremendous to watch. He's a blast. True, true. Now, nah, he he is a spark plug, man. He's getting better. Like, you just can tell he's yeah. getting a lot better. Like, I feel like he'll, 
I feel like he's going to keep making a jump. I think next year he's going to be like the guy for them. I think. I personally. think he is a he has the upside to be all American in comp, all American, all AAC. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I think he really could be that guy. Yeah, same, same. I can see it because the better he starts to shoot with his offensive game and the way he pesters people on defense, like it's just it's crazy. The straight line speed. It's just awesome. It's ridiculous, it's just, yeah. It's so fun to watch. It's ridiculous, man. It's like he's like a video game on turbo. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like playing 2K with De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So I just think, yeah, a sky's the limit for him. Like I feel like next year he'll be higher on the list, like just because he'll get, I do too. he'll send. You know what I mean? Um, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's fair, man. I can't can't lie. That's that's a super fair. I wanted to ask that question. I was like, man, that's, that's a good one because this is the first year I knew. Like, yeah, it's at least four, and that's you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you can't even get mad at it. It's just the way it is right now. But um, uh, no, you know Xavier is definitely the favorite. We know that. Mm. Um, but just being honest, like what you covering both teams, you seeing them more than anybody inside it out what has to happen for the Bearcats to have a chance? Because I, I, I'm a realist. I feel like Xavier is definitely the favorite. And if you watch mm-hmm. basketball, you have to understand that Xavier the favorite, even though you might hate them. You know what I mean? On, on our side of the fence. But like, what would have to go right for the Bearcats to have a chance in this game on Saturday? Well, I think on the other side of it, you got to, you know, even if you don't like UC, which I'm not that person, you know, I'm, I'm really not, you know, I really respect both programs. Mm-hmm. I love both coaches. I think Wes is tremendous. I think he's the guy. Mm. Um, but I think one of the things that really kind of has to go right is um, you have to get that. They have to tap back into where they were in Kansas City. Um, mm. They yeah. were so impressive against Illinois. Just the way the whole yeah. game they just dominated. I, I was blown away by that. And you can Same. tell, like, they're just they're, – they're so well coached, even though they're not the most talented team. And I think yeah. that's something they really have going for them. And then, you know, I know they lost to Arkansas, but they played great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Really, that, Arkansas is a top-10 team in the country, and they yeah. hung with for the whole game. They had to leave for a good amount of the game. Yeah, at least about uh, 36, 37 minutes of the game, like pretty yeah, much. Yeah. I was blown away how well they played in Kansas City. Um, so I think it's going to have to be kind of tapping back into that. Uh, one benefit I really think they have is um, – the way that they can kind of change the pace between their point guards. Mm. And what I mean by that is like with Micah Adams was, you know, I really like Micah. I think he's yeah. a really good player, um, but he is your bring the ball down the court, get everyone in their spot, you know, run the <laughs> offense, be more patient with the ball yeah. and, you know, work the shot clock. Yeah. So you can have that for, you know, six, seven minutes. Yeah. You bring Mikey in and like we just talked about, it's okay. He grabs the offensive rebound he's going to beat three guys down the court. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something where UC really can be beneficial there. The one thing too, that I really like about the Bearcats in this matchup, not that I think that they're more talented again, like I'm yeah. saying, but you know, um, Zach Fremantle and Jack Nungie are very similar to when Xavier had Zach Hankins and Tyreek Jones, except yeah. for their better shooters. Yeah. So on that case, you know, I think one of the things that West did a really good job, obviously, getting Victor to be healthy is huge yeah, for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but bringing in Odie, Obama, mm. bringing in Abdul Adu, um, having those guys to kind of be there and match size with them, I think could really be helpful, especially if they can get Xavier in a little bit of foul trouble yeah. and they rely on a Deontay Miles a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are kind of the things where I think UC really kind of has to 
you know, they've got to have just perfect ball pressure. Yeah. Uh, and they probably have to have Jeremiah not leave Nate Johnson's sight. He might have to hold his jersey just to, because that's, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like just Nate, I mean, Nate just, he's in like that zone. Last year, he was the number one shooter in the country from three before he got injured. Yeah, yeah. This year, he's amongst the top again. Um, who was, I think Jason McIntyre from Fox Sports did his like top 10 shooters in the country. Yeah. And did have Nate Johnson on that list. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But to kind of give you the, the shorter answer than what I just gave you, I think it's a lot of just, you know, elite ball pressure, using your guards to change the pace on them. Um, you know, I think like we kind of mentioned, like yeah. with Rogs, there's just nothing you can throw at Paul at this point. He hasn't seen in college basketball. Yeah. Um, so I think kind of just finding a way to balance those two with, and obviously David too, being an experienced ball uh, basketball player, also being a ball handler, yeah. um, I think it'd be really beneficial for them. Yeah. So hopefully all that stuff happens on Saturday, but um, it's going to be interesting. Like who is, okay. So in a, the game is tight. Cause you know, rivalries can be like that. Like even though mm-hmm. Xavier's the best, better team, the cliche throw the records out the window. Yeah, it could, and... that could happen. That could happen. Or they can beat them yeah. by 20. You know what I mean? But at the same time, this this game is definitely going to have some fight to it, you know, no matter what, even Absolutely. if something happens. That's what happens in the crosstown. But if this game is tight, all right, who is the guy, not Kobe, not Paul, not Zach, who's the guy, not Nate Johnson, because I feel like he's just a heck of a shooter and everybody knows right. what he's going to do. Who's the guy that you think, like, Game's close. They win. Xavier wins by six. Who is the guy that you think is the difference that nobody expected? Because you know, it, you know what happens. You know, like the D. Every, what's that? The D. What's my last name? What's D. Davis. Last? D. Davis yeah. when he shot like five threes. And I was like, what the what the hell? But um, yeah, like who yeah, is that then, guy? Uh, Mixed last crosstown. Yeah, that, it wasn't Jaron. It was really Trey Scott's like big coming out game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he had a real good game in that one, like a seven and seven type game where it yeah. was like, <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah. Yep, he was one of my all time favorite Bearcats, Trey Scott. Yeah, Trey, he's uh, a good dude. But to answer your question on the Xavier side, it's for me, it's Adam Kunkel. Um, mm. Adam came in as a sharpshooter, mm. and he hasn't really found his shot consistently yet at Xavier. But I've seen Adam play since <clears> high school because he was at Cooper High School. Um, so the way, what I've seen Adam really develop the most is just being a really good playmaker. Um, he's really have been really good as far as like finding the open man and taking the pressure, you know, everyone fears him as a shooter. So they've been trying to like pressure him at the perimeter, yeah. finding guys. And really too, I mean, he's been in a lot of cases this year against like, you know, even Ohio state and teams like that, you know, the better teams they've played where he's been the guy going back in a two-on-one defense and he's been getting steals and stopping plays from like moving forward. Mm. So um, very, I think Adam really has what it takes in a game like this to kind of be that guy. He obviously has a shooting ability, but he also has the passing ability. So um, he's a hardworking dude. And I think this could really kind of be like, you kind of mentioned earlier, this could be his D Davis game. Yeah. Yeah. D Davis. That, oh man, that he broke my heart. Like, dude was shooting, like, 15% from three or something coming in that game and made five. It's like five or seven or something like that. Something crazy. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm trying to think, like – and on both sides. Yeah. You know, obviously. But, like, in our – you know, in our time, we're obviously around the teams and we've been – but, yeah. like, the best individual cross-town performances I've seen. And, like, Jaron's obviously up there because Jaron had yeah. that one, you know. 
Uh, Najee Marshall a couple years ago, he had that 31 point game at Centos. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was yeah. awesome. He was balling. Uh, Trayvon Blue had the Blue. one where he dropped 40 and they lost. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I've seen that too live. I've seen both yeah. of those crazy games live. All that stuff, except I think the last. No, I saw I went last year. But yeah, yeah, that was crazy. 40 points. Trayvon Blue, I man, he was, he was on fire. On yeah. fire. Unconscious. It was crazy. Yeah, I talked to him for a little bit. Really? How's he yeah. doing? Good. He's playing in Istanbul. Okay. Uh, so TBT, the basketball tournament, uh, yeah. Cintas Center as a host this year. Yeah, I saw that. And so Xavier's going to be bringing their alumni team. Um, so it was cool. So tra- they had Trayvon Blue and Mark Lyons on there. And they talked a lot about, like, um, yeah, you know, when the, ball's, when the ball's in the air and we have tip-off, yeah, that's, like, it's business. He's yeah. like in the summer, he's like, you know, I don't think the fan bases understand. Like, we hung out with those guys all the time. Like, he's like, like Mark Lyons was even like, Look, I'd go to Sean Kilpatrick's like place on campus and we would hang out and we would just play video games. And he's like, We were all really close. Like, we yeah. just like, those 40 minutes, we didn't like each other, but the rest of the time, he's like, We were cool. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, that's how it makes sense. Like, they all play ball together during the summer. So, it's just yeah, like, exactly. You know, it is what it is at the end of the day, but it's a serious thing. So, you know, that game is has this life of its own, of, of course. So that's crazy. Yeah. But I, I wonder, um, what did they tell you guys about it when you were on? I know you had to had to call and everything with stuff you can can, can talk about anything. Like, what, what are you saying? Yeah, hopefully I didn't get Melvin rather too mad at me. Melvin's my boy. Yeah. Um, but I had asked about, you know, because Melvin has Bearcat Jam that yeah. they played PBT a couple years ago. And I was like, hey would you guys want them to get in? Maybe we could have an alumni crosstown game in the tournament because that's easy yeah. ticket sales for TBT. That's oh, for sure. Money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Easy for viewership. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and Mel in the summer like, too. Yeah, exactly. And Mel was like, why are you tagging me in this? He's like, you talk to them. And I was like, no harm, man. I was like, no harm. Oh, oh dang. Yeah. You know, I love Melvin. He's yeah. a really good friend to me. He's always yeah. been good to me. Um, but they talked a lot about just, you know, that intensity and how different it is. I mean, Mark Lyons ended up transferring to Arizona yeah. and he played in the Arizona, Arizona state game. He's like, it was nothing compared to Xavier Cincinnati. Um, Trayvon was pretty open about like, look, I went, I went three and one against him. Yeah. Um, he's like, so, you know, I, I'm very proud of that. You know, it's something I really like care on in my career. JP wasn't there. He had a practice unfortunately. So we couldn't get, you know, UC yeah. villain number one on the call. Yeah, with us. Definitely a villain. Definitely a villain. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it was it was fun um you yeah. could tell like you know they're really passionate about the schools and what the rivalry means and yeah. playing in it um we're still trying to figure out i think if xavier does win saturday paul scruggs might be the first xavier player to beat uc four times oh wow we're still trying to figure out if that's 100 accurate um i've been looking through as much as i could but right yeah. now it's the first one that would come to mind because i don't even think byron larkin did it i don't think david west did it Okay, now I know David didn't do it. I'm pretty yeah. sure West didn't do it. I did see one of David West games live, and he was crazy. The Jason Maxiel game when Maxiel said that he was soft. I think so. I don't even know the pre stuff to it. I just remember seeing him. He couldn't stop him. Yeah, he's. I can't remember if we won or not, but I just remember him being unstoppable. I was just like, this dude is a pro. Like I just <laughs> like it was before I even thought I could compare stuff to pro stuff, and I was just like. This guy is NBA, like flat out, like it was crazy. Seen it a lot. It was like um, we had that Memphis game a couple years ago. 
we saw Precious Achua, and we're all oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, you're all right. We get it. He's a pro. Like, (laughs) you're a pure pro. Like, you just understand, like, this is different. Like, it's a lot different. Yeah. You see, like, good college players, and you see, like, dude, this don't even make sense. Like, (laughs) yeah. David West was, I saw him live. I was like, it's no way he's not going to the NBA. It's no way. Yeah, probably what. I mean, I know we're totally going off topic here, but in that 03 draft class, maybe the fifth best player in that class when, like, all said and done. Yeah, on Wade, Carmelo, Bosch, West, because yeah. otherwise it'd be like Kyle Korver, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. that draft is so highly touted because of the first five picks, but really, I mean, it kind of has it kind of drops off quite a bit. Yeah, it probably has a big dip. I need to look at that one. I feel like the sweetest one with the Kobe draft is the best draft. I think the Kobe draft, the Jordan draft, draft. but I think yeah. the Kobe draft has more like. All the ninety six drafts and I feel like it's like I think it's like a lot of random substance around it. Like, dang, dude, played ten years. Like, <laughs> yeah. second round pick. Like, who? Like, I think they had Sharif Abdul Rahim in that one, and he was like, he was a baller. I mean, he wasn't. He's not a Hall of Famer or anything. I know I'm talking about NBA right now. My bad, but yeah, that no, was no, a hell no, of a draft. No, no. Nah, yeah. but, but yeah, he might be the fifth. I need to look and see. He might be the fifth because I mean, how many years did Dave West play in the NBA? Fifteen years, sixteen years. Yeah, won two rings. Well, yeah. was on a team that won two rings. He was on both. He put, he got two at um, Golden State. I thought he only yep. got one. Dang, I didn't yeah. know that. Damn, that's, I feel like it's just all merged together. I know his last year he just didn't come back, and he was like, yeah, he was on the team the year before because they they told because he was going to retire before. And he was like, he ran it back one more time. And they won, right? Yeah, he okay. was on the uh, he was on the Pacer teams that played the Heat every year in the finals, yeah, yep, yep. conference finals, yeah, MPG, yeah. Sure did. It's crazy. It's crazy. Know, nah, yeah, but I knew he was a pro though. Like I was like, this dude is a little different. Um, it's crazy. So he might be like far as Trayvon Blewett might have been the best performance, but the. But the best best performance I've seen as a student was no, nah, probably overall was David West because I knew like he was different. Like even Trayvon, I'm like, okay, he's balling and he might be a fringe pro. Like he might be like a pro if he gets the right thing, but he'll, he'll yeah. play overseas no matter what. But when I saw David West, I was like, this dude is out of this mm-hmm. gym. You know what I mean? Like you just yeah. kind of see like it was like, dang, like I could after a while, like my hate for Xavier went away. I just like, I just, I got to watch this dude play until this game's over. Like he was the inside out. It was crazy, man. And that's before like people really accepted inside out games, yeah, really. For sure. You know, so yeah. now it's, it's okay to shoot those threes and be labeled the big man. And then like most time you had to just post up, but he was like, all right, you big, you too big. I'm just going to shoot this three in your face. All right, you want to put somebody that's lighting it like ass on me? I'm gonna post them up. You can't stop them. Okay, you want to switch again? I'm gonna shoot the shoot the elbow jumper on you. And then, oh, you too slow. I'm going around you. I'm dunking. Like it was just, it was crazy. One of the best games I've ever seen. Yeah, and they really didn't have it until like Jordan Crawford. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like yeah. Level of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of just that guy, like, yep. Because it was a big drop off for a while. Like, they just they had they had strong teams, but they had a lot of dudes. It was just like real good college players you know what yeah, i mean and then they absolutely. had Jamal, then jordan crawford came and it kind of changed we'll see did they have hold on they had lavender though yeah they drew lavender uh drew, uh jordan played with two holloway yeah two so was, i think drew two was, was nice because drew was because lavender was nice for them 
he just was small as hell. Yeah. That's the only thing. Like if Drew Lavender was like six foot, if he was five eleven, he would have been to the NBA. Yeah. Samaje, obviously, it was pretty darn good. Oh, college yeah, yeah, player. for sure, for sure. Played in the NBA for a year. Yeah, Samaje was legit. That's it, my guy. Nice, nice. Don't he got? Nah, that's Edmund. Sumner got the uh, the AAU team around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty good, popular. Um, he was. I guess he's going to be working in the TBT's um training camp. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because it's around when he can come back for his rehab. So okay. So how? All right, I know I'm starting to ramble, but how, like, how do they allow people to play? Like, what's the cap on when you can or can't play on a TBT? I feel like certain, like, you have a certain level I have of NBA. No idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't play yet. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's yeah. Weird. I covered yeah. Um, the year Bearcat Jam was in it, and they played up at a Capital University. Um, okay. I remember going up there and covering that. And I was like, the Ohio State alumni team played the next game. And Jared Sollinger was on the team. Yeah. So I was like, I, you know, I really don't know how it's broken down. Yeah. Um, you know, like Joe Johnson played a couple years ago. Yeah, 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 I saw that. I thought he so played the last two, yeah, at least two years ago, last, right? Yeah, it was something like that. He might have played the last two years, for real. I think yeah. about it. My man has played in the NBA, the big three, and the tournament, the TBT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah joe johnson is gonna play basketball until he can't play basketball like yeah he's like ricky henderson like yeah for sure like yeah because he he parlayed that into like a tryout like like he was yeah. like with, the pistons. With, with pistons right with, yeah what yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like <laughs> hey come on through like they like, it was crazy it's crazy because yeah. joe johnson is legit 40 right yeah yeah legit like he might be 42 or something like that it's crazy yeah, he's legit 40 though, but um, yeah. he's still good buckets. Still good. Still good. Still yeah. good buckets. I'll, I'll be scared to guard him right now. But like, oh, Joe Johnson's here. I'm going to his team. Yeah, I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, all right. Like, dunk on me. But uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. So, all right, we'll go. T- talk CBT talk. Let's talk about. All right. So, predictions for Saturday. Let's get, get into that. Let's go ahead. Get back on rhythm. Let's go ahead and go for it, man. Who, who, what do you think? Just give me a prediction on the score. Who's the high okay. scorer and how the game looks to you. So I think Xavier wins. Um, but I think you see, like there was times when I was watching Xavier last night. I was like, they look like they could run UC out of the gym. Yeah. But then I was like, sat down and I thought about it more. And I was like, okay, UC played incredible against the two best teams they had on their schedule all year. And Ooh. Xavier right now is the third best team they played. Yeah. Um, you actually might be able to make the case Xavier's better than Illinois. I'd have to like watch both teams again. Okay. Um, but I think that just the way that UC plays defense, they're going to be able to make it close. Um, I just don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. Okay. Um, I think Xavier has too much firepower, and I don't think UC can consistently score with them. But with that being said, I mean, I assume the, sp- the spread doesn't won't come out till tomorrow. Yeah. I assume that's going to be about eight. Um, but so I think Xavier wins probably about 77-72. You see as the ability to score 70 points this year, as we've seen, yeah. they just don't do it efficiently. Um, so I think that's yeah. what's going to bite them in the butt in this game. Okay. So they are inefficient, especially from the three. So they come out randomly and are like, they can just get a half. I can't see them sustaining it for like a whole game. They just haven't shown mm-hmm. that. And it's just hard for anybody to be hot from three 
the whole game. It's just no right. matter if you're a good shooter you're or right. not. So you, if so, you're telling me UC has a hot or not even hot, just like not like a two for ten from three. Maybe if they're like four of ten or four of eleven, something like that. Like a little bit under forty percent, but like knocking on the door. Think they have like think that gives them a little bit more of a chance. Like you know, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, you know, you look at like you look at David DeJulius's game we just had last Sunday. You know, he had fifteen points. Yeah, but he was six of fifteen from the floor, and like. Yeah. He, you can't do that against Xavier. No, yeah, 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 yeah. You have to, like, you know, you don't have to hit every shot, obviously. Yeah. It, you know, if you're shooting like that against them with the way that they play perimeter defense, I mean, Ball State was eighth in the country in shooting threes, and Xavier yeah. on the 20% last night. Yeah. So, you know, when you stretch the floor, you got to make sure you're getting it right. Um, but this could be a game for Victor Lockin, where he can really, you know, show those skills he has. I think Vic's tremendous. I think he's going to be a really good college player. Yeah. But, you know, I think the Victor Locken, Jack Nungy, Zach Fremantle battle is going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Vic cannot get in foul trouble. To, um, no, 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 he cannot. He can't. No. Like, if he stays, like, he's my X factor for this game. Him, I would say Mikey, but Mikey's more consistent being on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, if Vic can stay out of foul trouble, he's kind of like that person that might not let that let the crowd I mean i think i don't be prepared but he's kind of a guy that i think will be there and won't be overwhelmed like it's my first trust right out. you know what i mean like he'll be like whatever i feel like he just has that that mentality but he gotta stay I out agree. of foul trouble so he can be real big so he's my x factor i feel like if he he's out there he can have a chance to change the game because he could do a lot of stuff that's catches you off guard like he's a little bit quicker than you think mm-hmm. he, he can jump higher than you expect He's real nice around the room. You know, he could pass real very nice well. Yeah. So it's like, so that that's where it's like, oh, I might catch Xavier off, off, off guard. Like, all right, you got this guy coming in here. He's come off the bench. And then you like, Jokic, man. Yeah, you know, yep. But then you're like, dang, you do a little quicker than I thought. And you might block one or affect a shot. You're like, I didn't think dude was going to get that close to me. You know what I mean? Where you might yeah. psych him out for a little bit and they'll adjust, of course. But if he can stay out of foul trouble, with you. yeah, he can. Might he has that? But he has the potential to be a game wrecker, and hopefully he stays out of foul trouble because Bearcats are going to need him if they're going to pull this off. That's for sure. Yeah, agreed. Uh, as far as an X factor, I still think it's Nate Johnson. I just Nate think Johnson. the way he's shooting right now, he's in a zone. Okay. Um, and you know, I think I mean he might be Xavier's best shooter since Trayvon. Dang. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just, the, he just, just pure put the ball shooting. Through. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a good two-way player. He's a really good athlete. Yeah. Um, so I think Nate Johnson, this could be, you know, maybe his moment to have his game. I mean, they don't beat Virginia Tech without Nate Johnson. Mm. You know, that's yeah. an understatement. Yeah. They won, they scored 66 points. He had he had 33, I think. Dang. So yeah. Sheesh. 33. Yeah. Dang. That's crazy. It, 33 in college is way different that's, than 33. It's, yeah, it ain't pro 33. It ain't no, pro 33. Not at all. It's college 33 is crazy. That's hard work right there. Because you got to think about it, man. Zone, different mm-hmm. kind of – it's just crazy. Less shot clock. Yeah, you, you're not getting and ones for real in college. You know what I mean? Like, anything close to being a blo- a charge, they calling it. Like, right. you barely get any and ones. Um, people could camp out in the paint, like, for real if you want. I mean – so it's just crazy, yeah. Thirty-three in college is a, is is monster. That's that's real. That's real life scoring right there. And the yeah. pros thirty is nothing because you a pro. 
And you got to exactly. play. And most people don't want to play defense until like the end of the season anyway. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or the like big time games, people will be locking up a little bit. But, you know, they get to get to reserve themselves in college. Everybody going balls to the wall, man. You ain't trying to lose your scholarship. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and that was a, that was NIL. By the way, that thing that came out today right. um, that Keith and Adam Bound did. That new crosstown like NIL deal. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited so, about that. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. legit. Basketball so. camps, the players can run, have yeah. the team. I think that's great. I yes. think that's legit. Super legit. And I know it's not pertaining in, you know, Xavier or UC particular, but college football is supposed to be coming back out in 2023. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you played that I mean, a lot. Some, oh, buddy. Of man, course. like the best game man, in the world. Online Dynasty was the greatest game mode of any sports game of all time. Yeah, it was. It was it, so fun. Me and my buddies were big eight of us. Yeah. And we'd be recruiting against each other. Yeah. We'd like make sure we had each other on our schedules. Like, yeah. it was the best. Hey, it was crazy. Last one, I felt like I, I mean, we might have had like 10. So we all had, so we did, we all picked the Mac school, right? To make it yeah. competitive or whatever. So like, uh, it's like we had everybody had a team in the max, so we had to play each other to get it done. So I know we got like we might have got two years in before people would just start messing dates and stuff, but it was crazy though, man. It was super, super fun. I think I had bowling, bowling and green. I think I had them. I think I Ooh, lost one the game. It's fire, it's fire. I yeah, forgot what they had. I know, man. But yeah, it was legit, man. Online dynasty was was fire, bro. So yeah. I can't wait till that comes back, man. I'm 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 on that. That means March Madness isn't too far away if they get the. I hope so, game. man. They got to because they ain't had a college basketball game since what 07? 08? Um, I think it's College Hoops Two K Eight. It's the last one, right? They still update the rosters. Like someone will update them, and, like and you gotta go find for real. Yeah, you know, like on a, like a, a, an external hard drive or like yeah. a zip file, and you can put it into the game, and they'll read it. What? That's fire. Yeah. Dang, that's fire. I ain't know that. That's tight. That's pretty tight. It's a good nugget right there. All right. So you gave us gave us all the Xavier information we need. Mm-hmm. Let everybody know where they can find Tim Daniels' work. Tim Daniel work. Now I put the S on it. Tim Daniel work. And where can they find you, man? On the social medias. Yeah, you can check on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at TimDaniel518. Um, whatever games I'm doing, Northern Cincinnati Xavier, I like to do a minute recap. I do after the game, JT and I work on those quite a bit together. Yeah, yep. works basketball games. That's like you know, once in a blue moon. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be there more, man. It's just it's family life, man. Like I know. My son, I know. Middle, I'm just I'm just gonna be hard school, to... Middle school hoops, man. It's serious. They play twice a week, and it's normally on Monday and Wednesday. So like I'm gonna try to get there, try to get some more of that. I've seen him play a few times, so I mean I know I'm just messed with you. Um, so, but yeah, the 48 minutesnetworkcom um, is where you'll see my post game articles. Um, I'll honestly have a big one for the shootout since I covered both teams. Yeah, I'll be the insane person who's writing for both squads. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but you know, JT, I appreciate you having me on, man. I love doing this with you. Um, so. Yeah, can't wait for Saturday. It's gonna be fun. No problem, man. Yeah, for sure, man. I like love having you on as well, man. And we'll this won't be the only time you're on this year. We we'll we'll get together probably during the AAC season, man, when it's a couple squads that we 
that I know you enjoy watching and we'll 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 go rap about it we, we, as we talked about on the on the before we, we cut the mic on or whatever so um forward to it yeah for sure man well everybody that's that's, that's it for the segment with tim daniel uh, make sure you guys check him out real good dude real good content hit him up man bother him i know he covers xavier a lot so you know <laughs> haggle him y'all haggle him it's cool he got thick skin though, but check him out. Follow him; he's a good dude. I don't pick a side in the fan base. I'm just trying to make sure people know my name. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, hey, I ain't, I ain't knocking you. Hard worker, man. So that's what I'm saying. Make sure y'all follow him, but give him flack for covering Xavier, just because that's what we do. <laughs> that's fair. That's All right, fair. but follow him though, because he's a good dude. Best dude out. bumper music is fired though so i had to just let that ride out but you know now we're back here for the second segment my man tim daniel was on for the first segment talking the crosstown shootout you know he covers the bearcats and the xavier musketeers so it was no other person i wanted to get on but him to talk crosstown shootout but now we're gonna cross over to football as you know the cincinnati bearcats made history as the first G5 school to make the college football playoff on Sunday. Finishing the season 13-0, they are the only team that is undefeated in the college football playoff. They got the luck of the draw to face the Alabama uh, Crimson Tide. And, you know, Alabama's number one. The Bearcats are number four. They're playing at Jerry's World down in Dallas. And... It's on New Year's Eve. Um, TLFM will be in, the, be in the building if the committee sees fit to let me have, me and my group have, uh, you know, credentials. But, man, I honestly, I'm only going to talk about it real quick, but I'm going to just hit it now. May history, I'm super proud of this team. They stay, kept their head down. They back against the wall. The AAC didn't get any love. This was a down year for the conference Um Houston gave them a top 25 win at the end. Uh, SMU kind of faltered. UCF wasn't as good as people expected. So it wasn't a lot of big wins or marquee wins to be had in the AAC this year. The Bearcats got all the ones they could get. And they got the big one winning in Notre Dame on the road by double digits. And Notre Dame being number five just shows how much weight that game held. And they made history, man. They did something People believed could be done at the beginning of the season, but they knew like they could not have any slip-ups. And that's what makes this season so special. And I'm proud of these guys because they could have easily, easily had a bad game one time, bad enough to lose a game. And a lot of people, when they did have those bad games, they lost. The Bearcats overcame it. And them to not meet up to, you know, meet up to certain people's standards at times. But they got it done. They needed a lot of things to go right because the college football playoff did not want these guys to break into the party. Let's not let's not um, get ahead of ourselves. If Oklahoma State doesn't get stopped at the one inch line, I honestly don't see how the I see them bumping them in and bumping the Bearcats. I I don't believe I don't trust the college football playoff. Um, I'm just happy they got in. Honestly, I think they can beat Alabama. Alabama can beat them too, but they have a couple injuries. And I just think this team is a lot better than people think. They think this is just a G5 school that doesn't have pro talent. I mean, already they have six people in the senior bowl. Six people. 
That's not counting juniors that can come out. That's not counting, you know, certain things that people will declare. So this could be other people that get offered, you know, at the end of some, some people turn it down. So you got six people that are going to senior bowl, um, the coach of the year. And you have multiple people that made first team, multiple people that got awards from the AAC. But Kobe Bryant today just won the Jim Thorpe Award as the best defensive back in the nation. And that's amazing. Had a heck of a year. Just think about it. Bryant won the award. And you got Ahmad Sauce Gardner on the other side. Just imagine, like, you have two pillars at the cornerback position. And Arquan Bush isn't chopped liver. He just... Those two dudes are so nice that they're going to try to attack Arquan Bush. But this team is nasty, man. You got, they don't play for another, what, 21 days, 22 days. But uh, it's been a pleasure to cover these guys. That's why I want to just make sure I hit this. It's been a pleasure to cover these guys. They have helped my site grow um, because who doesn't want to read about these young men? They're balling out there. Um, it's crazy. And then we just spoke with Kobe like last week before he won, you know, today he won the Jim Thorpe award. It's pretty dope. So, um, it's crazy, man. But the Bearcats, you know, they made the college football playoff. Um, history has been made. I was able to, you know, be live at Nipper stadium after the win, see all the fans and alumni and the people just happy, you know, rushing the field was a heck of a, a scene. So, um, and to be able to be like a part of it, you know, even though like you know, as a journalist or a person that is a person that's a part of the media, it, you know, we are a small part of it. You know, we try to tell the stories, keep people abreast of what's going on. But, you know, these young men are the ones that did all the hard work to get there. And it's just cool to be able to cover it. You know, I was the person that was covering the team when Tuberville was here. And at the end of that deal, it was looking very rough. And then Fickle comes in first year. You could see something was going to change, but it was still rough the first year. The next year, then winning double-digit games when people just was wanting them to make the bowl, just a regular bowl, any bowl. And um, they they haven't looked back since. So um, for, you know, the Notre Dame job to get taken by, you know, Marcus Freeman, Bearcats, you know, dodge another bullet. Oklahoma's job gets taken uh, by Brent Venables. Um, from Clemson, another a bullet dodge. I don't think that one was really, as much as it is a top-tier job, I don't really think that's a job that Fickle was going to leave for. But, you know, let's just be real. That Notre Dame job is one of the top-tier jobs, one of the ones that was definitely on the radar. But him not being a snake like um, Brian Kelly was huge for the Bearcats because if he was a snake guy, and, you know, who knows what happens, right? But he wasn't going to leave these seniors high and dry before the AAC championship. And it worked out best for the Bearcats. And, you know, um, sometimes it's just, you know, stuff happens when it's going to happen. And he's a stand-up dude, so I don't see him snaking these young men like that. You know, so um, obviously his actions have, have shown that. So the Bearcats are lucky to have somebody that wants to stick, stick, stick around. As most people leave three years tops, dude's been here for five years, going on six I mean, stuff can still happen in the offseason, but, I mean, all signs point to him being here, which is pretty dope. Um, and he may be able to see these guys into the Big 12. So that's pretty sweet, man. I, I want to see what they do because this year, we'll, you know, the rest of our podcast, we'll, we'll dig back into it. But I'm just going to touch this one. The, the, the Final Four is up for the grabs, man. And I think the Bearcats 
them their backs against the wall i think it's in a they're in the best place they could be in because nobody's expecting them to win um and even if you're around here people are kind of skeptical about it when you talk about it people kind of think you're crazy if they haven't been following the team very well or you know what i mean so it's like it's it's i think they, they, they can shock the world like and that's weird to say you know Everybody's waiting for the other shoe to drop. So right now the Bearcats are playing with house money. Nobody expected them to be here. Um, the committee looked at every way to get them out, not to get them here. They're here. They like they just broke in. They're like they're broken the house. Um, they broke in the house, and now they're about to take a piss or shit in it. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 gonna be interesting to see what happens, man. I, I'm excited to be able to hopefully cover it live um, and witness history in person. I've witnessed a lot of history this year. And it's been very special. And this team is taking the Bearcat fans on a heck of a ride. So, but I won't dig too deep this game, this actual pod, because I want to make this really about the actual Crosstown shootout that's happening on Saturday. It'll be Wes Miller's first um, Crosstown shootout. It's going to be at Sentai Center. But uh, that's that's where we're going to leave it at, man. I want to see what happens. And then we'll dig a little bit more and keep talking about the college football playoff um, I have a couple more pops before that happens, so we'll keep digging and keep digging and keep digging. But uh, just want to thank my man Tim Daniel for coming on today. Um, he gave us a lot of great insight, guys. So make sure you guys check him out, and then make sure you guys hit up the Front Office News website, and also just make sure you like, subscribe to the TFON podcast. I'm JC Smith from signing out.